Turn it up song. All right, boy. This is her favorite song. You know that, right? So we play it good and loud. She might get up and dance again. Oh, she put her beard down. Here she comes. Here she comes. KDW 97.5 Northport Real Community Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pets Teach Us So Much Radio. Everett and Everett here. I'm Robin Everett. And I'm Joseph Everett. We are animal advocates, pet lifestyle experts, and pet trendologists, bringing you the best pet news and celebrity gossip. Today on our show, we have Dina Humphrey. She is the pet lady, giving us tips on keeping our pets safe during the holidays. And we have Sarah Hodgson. She's a best-selling author. She's written over 30 books about pets, and we're very excited to have them both on the show. Plus, we have an interesting animal news from around the world. Now, if you think your little fur baby is sick, Realize that a show is for informational purposes only. Get professional veterinary help immediately. And we always say that because you always want to be on the safe side when it comes to your babies. Thanks for the reminder, hon. Now, today, tons of info for dog lovers and for Parrot. cat. No, no. No cats. Cat. And for chicken lovers. And that's for real. All okay, right. I'm going to really? throw, and this is, and we're also for parrot lovers too, for our neighbor. Oh yes, yes, they're with their lovely parrots. Yes, yes. You know what their parrot says? Hello, Newman. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it say it. Listen, if you guys are into Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, find us at TPPC TV. We have a groovy page on Facebook too. Check out the TPPC.TV Pet Lover Crew, like us, and join in the fun. Come on the show on our page. Excuse me. Comment on the show on our page. We would love to hear from you. If you have news or you'd like to be on our show. Or actually come on our show. Or actually come on our show. <laughs> send an inquiry to info at TPPC.TV. That's TPPC.TV. Thank you, Joseph. Now, you know what, honey? We have a really interesting product of the week this week, so I'd like to start with that. Da, da, da. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, and again, we have celebrity pet gossip today, so this is, you know... We're going to share the doot-doots. Share doot-doot-doot-doot-doot-doot-doot. Now, the product of the week is called Smart Bones. It's a healthy alternative to rawhide. These little jammies are made with real peanut butter. And um, instead of like a rawhide chew, it's this little, it looks like a rawhide chew. But I have to tell you a scary story. Like this package is made with real sweet potato and it's highly digestible. I have to tell you a scary story about rawhide because I didn't know this could happen. We had given, we were buying like the bulk bags of rawhide. Yes. And we had given... Uh, we were buying the large bag from the warehouse-type uh, suppliers. Yeah, the big can, box. The big box, the big warehouse-type that can go in with a you know, cart and pick all your giant stuff up. I think they know where it is. <laughs> that land of giant foodstuffs. Yeah, that you have to be a member for. <laughs> <laughs> 
you guys figure it out from there. Not the one that has the... Uh, the just sl- stop, all right? The, just stop. The slang that I can't say just without stop. getting smacked. Just stop. You're going to get smacked anyway, so... <laughs> now, um, so what happened was she was chewing this uh, rawhide chew for some time. And she's just sitting there. She has the bone between her little feet. She's doing that. And... I just said, you know what? You've had enough of that because she's a little dog. So we really, they're, they're both have very uh, sensitive digestive systems. So I took the bone from her and she hadn't actually chewed the rawhide off. And when I pulled it out, I pulled it out of her throat. It had gone down her throat and there was about nine inches of rawhide. And I was flabbergasted. Right. I didn't know this could happen. That would have really put her... It that, would have killed her. It would have killed her or, or um, definitely an emergency surgery. Oh, my God. It was scary. Yeah, I just... And you still have to watch these, too. These look like they can... Well, oh, no. These are these. No, these are not raw. Uh, right. They're made yeah. with sweet potato. And so right. that was, yeah, you know, that's, the that's benefit the of yeah, these, yeah, of yeah. these um, smart sticks. Yes. So um, they have a bunch of different flavors. But uh, these look... Like a nice alternative for chewing. Now, I'll tell you that uh, we didn't test them out on our dogs because they have, uh, out, they're allergic to everything. And Phil's just, you know, getting right back on her schedule. Finally. Finally. But uh, these were definitely of interest. And when she's feeling a little bit better, uh, we'll definitely give we'll them a, a small, try. We'll try a yeah, a little bit. Because, at you know, a time. she did have two teeth removed, too. Yes. So we're letting that heal up. The doctor said that. Um, the stitches will dissolve on their own in the back of her mouth. Right. So uh, she's still wearing her spare tire. Well, the reason why she still has her protector on, which we call the spare tire, is so she doesn't gnaw on her wound. Yeah. And I've been cleaning it and, and you know, putting Neosporin on it. You know, she ripped the stitches. you got to wash it and clean it with a special medicated 4x4 uh, four four, uh, on a piece of gauze solution. Yeah. You let that dry, and later in the day, before they go to you know before they go to bed, you put a coating of uh, Neosporin on, and then you have to make sure that they have their inflatable device around their neck. <laughs> it's well. You know, wait, tell, tell everybody what you said if she goes swimming. Just well, joking. she doesn't need a life preserver. She just <laughs> <laughs> she's got, she can no, float along. <laughs> only kidding, only kidding. Well, it would keep her airway in her in her in her head above the water. Seriously. Well, if she God, didn't, you know, God yeah. forbid, if we had an emergency, that you know we were there in a boat or something. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, but that's what it's for, and uh, it's it's coming up. It's coming along pretty good. But yeah, if that wasn't great. on there, Philomena, oh, she would she have just, that opened up. Yeah, it'd be bad. But um, you know, we wanted to talk about chickens for real. This is an unusual topic for us because we found information in three different magazines about chickens now here in florida some of the laws have changed and you want to say they're pet magazines oh yes they're pet magazines this one is from um the humane society right all animals um all animals and the other two are trade mags but there was an article in our local paper about how the um uh, ordinance has been changed, and you can have up to four chickens. Uh, you cannot. There's some restrictions. You cannot slaughter them. You can't sell. You know the the eggs or anything is for personal consumption. Um, but this is becoming a thing. But during an emergency, with like we're being in the hurricane cap, one of the hurricane capitals of the world here, that 
it could be a resource for an emergency. You know, during that time, you know, you have, at least you have eggs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that the chickens produce. I think that's cool. I would love to have it if we could. So what's in the magazines is now like really cool looking chicken feeders and for waterers. Is that right? Is that a word? Waterer? <laughs> I know you can tell I don't have an accent with that word. Um, I'm not sure. But also... It didn't sound too good. Now, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Now you can buy a complete coop, like this groovy-looking coop. And it's uh, KT, K-A-Y-T-E-E.com. A Pets International brand has expanded into a new line of hard goods for urban chicken aficionados. So that's what it's called, urban chickening. <laughs> well, it's their own little hood there. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's really quite attractive. It's a pretty cool little, little high-rise unit there. It is. Now, yeah, upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> What's that little bathroom on the side no, there? No, that's the, the outhouse. <laughs> it's not a chicken outhouse. <laughs> that's, that's where they sleep. That's oh, okay. the nesting box, right. as it's called. I thought it was um, a poo box. I didn't know. No, <laughs> it's not a potty. It's got pre-drilled holes for making easy assembly easy. The coop features a sliding door to... Restrict access to the ramp for nighttime security and a slide-out tray for easy cleaning. Oh, there you go. The nesting box has a hinge roof for easy egg removal and is finished in a safe stain and seal on the pine wood to protect against harsh outdoor elements. I, like I would that. love that. You know what's nice, too? That protects the chickens against any type of you know animals trying to yeah, get to them. Coyotes or that's foxes. Pretty, that's pretty cool. Now, um, you know... Uh, there are quite a few uh, drawings, blueprints online too. If you wanted to get these um, these coops, and DIY. you could get fancy, yeah, you could get fancy ones. Like, you know. No DIY, do it yourself. I DIY, not DIY. I didn't even catch it. So <laughs> but you could do like little flowers. Just driving while intoxicated. That's <laughs> DUI. What are you talking yeah, about? I have no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, I would definitely be into getting some. Can I get some chickens? <laughs> Was that the chicken translation unit? No, I didn't want to translate. Okay. Well, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was cool. So here's, uh, we will we, get to a little bit of celebrity pet gossip, but we have to just talk about something that's just so disgusting because it's fun. It's just fun. Parasites that can eat pets live resurface oh. pets. In Florida. Did you guys this about story this? gave me the woolies, let me tell yeah. you. We always have to talk about one story that's just unbelievable. That when you leave here and you get in the car, you just feel like there's something crawling on you. Yeah, like you have to go take a shower. This one is uh, parasites that can eat pets alive now resurface in Florida and Key Largo. A narrow ribbon of road linking the Florida Keys with the mainland is the front line in a renewed fight against maggots. That can eat livestock and pets alive. Near a Key Largo visitor center painted with larger-than-life tropical fish and sea turtles, northbound drivers and animals must now stop for agricultural officials checking for signs of the new world screw worm. Yuck. The parasite once cost the U.S. livestock industry millions every year. There hadn't been a U.S. infestation in over 30 years. A screw worm. Is it, is it, is it called a screw worm? Because, because it, like, it screws, screws into, into the... That's kind of ah, what I think. Ah, <laughs> ah. 
<laughs> I know. I know. Oh. Ah. Wow, what a way to get screwed. Stop it. <laughs> this cost the, uh, the U.S. millions. Um, it hadn't been in the U.S. for over 30 years. And then September 30th, the Department of Agriculture confirmed that there was a screw worm uh, event that killed a rare a dog-sized deer found only in the island chain. So what do we do to prevent this or is there any signs that we could see well what they're doing is um they're trying to keep them confined by checking all of the vehicles that come out of the uh, keys but what do you do when your livestock or your your pets or something like that is there any treatment yet or well there's they're saying sterilizing screw worms um they're they're trying to find uh they're trying to actually sterilize the female screw worms so that they don't lay the eggs. Okay. And this is a chemical that okay. they spray. Um, I mean... So I guess you would have to treat your animal with the veterinary care or whatever, you know. They don't really talk about um, pets too much. They're talking about these poor little miniature deer wow. out there. Uh, there's a herd of... Well, a- I would like to know. We should we should see if we can find out if that's transferable. I'm calling Dr. Pets. Pat. We're going to call Dr. Pat. We always give Dr. Pat the real hard ones. Dr. Pat, we have a screw worm emergency. After the flea episode, I don't know if he's really going to pick up the phone because that was just... Fleas are icky. Yes, fleas are icky. But apparently, the problem is, too, with this, that the deer are biting because it's mating season, darling. Oh, so they're in a little bit more close contact. Yes. So this is causing these screw worms to spread. Poor little deer. Never bother anyone. So I'm not going to make any jokes about how the no. screw worms are appropriate no, during is, mating season. No. Because that would be wrong. No, that is... No, I'm going to leave it alone. No. I am I'm, not driving I'm down that street. just kidding. I'm going to leave that one alone for uh. sure. All right, what else do we have here? So um, we're going to move on, and we're going to get uh, Sarah on the line, and she's going to talk about her new book, Modern Dog. You're here because this book is fantastic. I mean, you've been training dogs for over 30 years. Uh, you've written. Now, what's happened in that 30 years um, and how have you translated that into this book, Modern Dog Parenting? Um, I ha- when I started out, I worked with Joe Michael Evans, who is one of the original um, writers and trainers at the Monks of Newskeep. He was the part of How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. And back then, um, he and I would talk, and we would hang out with our dogs, and we just loved them like children. But sure enough, when it came time for training, we flipped the training collar on, we told them what to do. He instructed me when they didn't listen to jerk the chain. And he often employed pinning or scruff shakes or jaw slides when the dogs were bad. And I never felt really comfortable, but I was 19 and he was famous and I just kind of followed in his footsteps. And for years and years, I wrote books and, and my books were much more gentler than that approach. And slowly but surely, I watched as everybody began to abandon this dominant model of dog training that just never felt right. 
And I always said, dogs are part of the family. It's more about parenting and telling them what to do versus training them and correcting them for what not to do. Now, about two years ago, science caught on, and that's the exciting ways that we're all now a big part of. Science, as you know, and I'm sure you've spotlighted many other um, speakers and, and uh, veterinarian behaviorists who now come out and say, wow, dogs have the same brain capacities as toddlers. They, they reason, they feel, they think, isn't this great? Don't you think it's great? I think it's great. And that's kind of what I'm driving at in modern dog parenting. Now, that's very interesting because we're, we've been talking about that on, on almost every show uh, about how uh, smart our dogs are and that people don't seem to realize it. Now, um, the, the subtitle on the book is Raising Your Dog or Puppy to Be a Loving Member of Your Family. And part of that process... I guess is the initial choosing of the dog, you know, like what breed and such. So what are people most challenged with when they actually go to choose a dog? Um, yeah, I love the way you framed that whole question because dogs are really smart. When people first set out to buy a dog, they're buying more into the, um, you know, the vision and the, and the hope and the desire that they'll have this great dog. Um, and only later do they learn just how intelligent and how unconditional the feeling is between um, a dog and their family. Now, that said, dogs are the one family member you can get to pick. And so I always encourage people who come to me or people who I talk to just in my town or on the street or when I'm lecturing out there, you know what? Dogs all have different personalities, just like people have different personalities. So if I'm catching you before you're getting a dog or you're thinking about adding another dog, spend a little time thinking about what things you would like in, you know, your your newest family member. Do you want a really athletic dog that's, like, nosing you out of bed at 6 in the morning? Are you hoping for a companion that enjoys more... Um, Solitude than interaction? Do you want a dog that fetches, that digs, that swims, that runs? Think through what you would like to have in in your and and then spend a little time getting to know each of the various breeds. Well, you know, we, we often talk about how we would like to unchoose some of our relatives. <laughs> Especially well, now yeah. around the holidays. No, I think the, I think the all they need to be done is to have them crate trained. <laughs> Put them in a crate and we'll train them. They could go on the wee wee pad and we'll we'll get them back in shape again. It's the positive reinforcement, but sometimes I would like to smack them on the nose. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't believe in any of the aggressive training, but I could sure would like that for family. Yeah. <laughs> A good rolled up newspaper on the nose. Smack, smack. It might actually work with, you know, old Aunt Bessie when she comes over. They're going to think horrible. Yeah, there you go. So now you've been doing this for a, a long time, about 30 years. So, t you know, tell us honestly, do you ever find what you're doing kind of monotonous? Oh, heavens no. I am, I feel like 
was a kid, I was enthralled with dogs. And, and the kids at school would say, why are you so into dogs? But every project I did at school from fourth grade to high school was dogs. Everybody thought I was going to be a veterinarian. Back then, there was no such thing as a, quote, a dog trainer, somebody who was willing to come into your home, meet perfect strangers, and help coach them how to live successfully and how to not only live successfully but have a great time teaching their dogs, you know, good manners. So I've been doing this since I was 19 years old. I just uh, celebrated my 50th birthday, and I still feel like I'm a kid. You know, I love what I do. Every house is different. Every dog is different. Every day is different. And then when I come home, you know, I have my own family. And my own, I live in a multi-species household with kids and rats and dogs and <laughs> lizards. And I just... You know, I, I don't find one day anything like the next, and, and I'm so grateful to have this job that I do. It's definitely an evolving industry, and there's so it's a, revo it's, it's a revolutionary time for dog training right That's now. That's cool. Now, you mentioned that it's revolutionary. What issues are you seeing now that are different than maybe when you first started with training? Sarah, it's funny you said that because one of the things I do when we get a question on our show or someone sends us, sends us an email about getting a new pet, I make sure one of the things I stress is that you have the time to put in for your pet because I'm not one to believe in medication and popping pills human-wise or animal-wise. You know, if you want a pet and you got to work 14 to 16 hours a day and you're just going to pop meds into that dog or that cat to make them 
unconscious so they don't chew up your furniture because they're they, they don't like being without their family. Sugarcoat it, honey. Sugar, just, just sugarcoat no, it. I'm not right? going to sugarcoat it. Sugarcoat the way you feel. If you're not <laughs> ready, if you're going to watch a TV show and get a miniature Chihuahua because uh, Impy Bampa has one, <laughs> well, you know what? That's not the way you get an animal because I'd love to say the real names, but I want to stay on the air. So anyhow, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I'm going to get off my soapbox and go to the next question, but I just don't. I just. I just don't. I just. Sarah, I know exactly where you're going. It's not the yeah. answer for everything. There is there is times that you're going to need to medicate either a human, a child, or an animal because there's something metabolically, something neurology, uh, neuro uh, wise that that can't be controlled. I, that that's a place for it. But just to medicate your dog because you work all day or you're not home and you think it was cool and now I'm going to hang out at the bar or whatever and go out with all, you know and leave the dog alone that's then you shouldn't have a have a pet anyway let's go let's go to the next question Sarah because I am such a geek I am a Star Trek fan so when I see that you're here on your website that you do Skype training of course my little whiskers went up and said wow how is it as effective as someone like you being there with my pet than you being on a Skype channel, take, you know, trying to train my little furry baby? Yeah, well, you know, I have, I have a, a, a strong love for people as I do for dogs. It's my ability to help people get into their dog's paws, to really understand the world from their dog's short on time but we want to sure. tell everybody to go to whendogstalk.com um, check out your podcast Doglandia and uh, we hope that you have some time to come back with us again soon 
I would love to. It was. Uh, I'm such a fan of your show, and, and I thank you guys for having me on again. Sarah, Thanks. it's always a pleasure. Thank you. And I'm glad you're on the same soapbox. I'll, <laughs> I'll move over and make sure there's room for you. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Take care, Sarah. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. WKDW 97.5 Northport Real Community Radio. This is Pets Teach Us So Much. So our next guest is Dana Humphrey. She's the lead publicist and owner of Whitegate PR. She also is a professional, I'm sorry, professor at FIT, which is the Fashion Institute of Technology in the Pet Product Marketing Department. She runs the Retails and Sales Pet Expo with Nancy Hassel, who will be on a later show in a few weeks. It's a trade show featuring Made in the USA products. And the next show is actually in May of 2017. Dana also has recently trademarked the Pet Lady and travels around the country giving pet safety tips and great gift suggestions to pet parents. So uh, you can check out more information at PetLady.NYC. Welcome to the show, Dana. Hey, Dana. Thank you so much. Hey, guys. So, Dana, now we're going to talk a little bit about pet safety during the, the holidays because this uh, show is going to air right before everything pulls into full swing. So, you know, there's a lot of delicious food at Thanksgiving and all the holidays. So a lot of it is really fatty. Now, can you tell us, is it all right to share a little bit of that with our pets I know it's tempting, and they always want to give you those puppy dog eyes, but too many fatty or rich foods can give your pet pancreatitis, gastroenteritis, all the itises that you don't want, and two, these two medical conditions can be very painful and even life-threatening. So, you know, uh, try to encourage your family members as well not to, you know, not to share the pork belly uh, with the dog and, and maybe have some, you know, handy treats nearby that are a good option that you can encourage um, your guests or your visitors to give the dog instead. Um, there's, there's one that I love called Caleb's Organics, but any treat that you have that's not a, a fatty snack can be something that you can encourage people to use. That's a good tip, Dana. What we do is take an egg cup, you know, for soft-boiled eggs, and we put some mm-hmm. we put some of Philomena's regular nuggets that she eats every day in there, and leave them up on the counter for Grandma and Grandpa right. to give them a little yeah. treat now and then. Because we would have a disaster if we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So talk a little bit about diet and exercise. Well, wait a minute. Well, but, but if I give the big doggy eyes and I beg, I can have something, right? You can have a nugget. Oh. <laughs> you can have one of Philomena's nuggets if you want. Nice. That's all right. That's no problem. You can have one too. <laughs> so talk about um, the routine. Like, is, is it something we should be very conscientious about during the time when everybody's around the house? try to maintain your pet's regular schedule with diet and exercise. So if you're feeding your dog twice a day and like in the morning and the evenings, you can try to keep with that and same with your morning walks, you know, just because you're traveling or maybe you're at a hotel or maybe at your family's house, you know, don't be lazy and think, oh, it's Thanksgiving, we're going to all sleep in. You know, your dog doesn't care. <laughs> he wants to go out. So try to keep with the routine. Um, otherwise, it could cause, you know, upset stomach or... You know, some other issues for them, too. 
You know, um, tell us. You know, Dana's trying to be nice. What? You know, the other issues like stepping something issues oh. with your bare feet because <laughs> you didn't because you didn't take your doggy out. You know? <laughs> Thank you for bringing making it real, Joe. Warm toes. <laughs> Nobody wants warm toes during the holiday. Thank you, Chief. Okay, now. Now, um, you know, everybody, like, seems to cook a lot of uh, meats, if you're not vegetarian, with bones like turkey or ham bone. Um, Tell us about sharing bones with your dogs. Yeah, I always say no bones about it. You know, um, if you give your dogs um, uncooked bones, you know, a lot of dogs are now trending towards raw food and doing... And if you want to give your dog a bone, you can give your dog an uncooked bone. But if you give your dog a bone that's been cooked, like your turkey or your ham, it's going to splinter in their stomach because it becomes very brittle when you cook it, and it's just not good for them. So um, you don't want to end up in the uh, emergency room. Um, It can obstruct your pet's insides. And so just save the bones for the broth, not for your dog. And you can always get an alternative. You can check out Smart Bones, get them a non-rawhide alternative, and you know, a non-actual bone option that they can still chew on, still helps their teeth, but, you know, it's not going to splinter their stomachs so you end up in the ER on, you know, yeah. Black Friday. It's funny you said that, Dana. Um, Smartphones was our product of the week this week mm-hmm. because um, it oh, just yay. like you said, it is the non-rawhide alternative. Right. So that's that was a very good thought. I can't wait to try it. You, wait, I mean, you I'm not here, try. Me, I'll open the package for you here. <laughs> This one's peanut butter. I have with tasty peanut butter here. Well, you know what? Maybe I might gnaw on it a little bit while you guys are talking. I could have opened it up. I want to see what it smells like. They also have a sweet potato, which is kind of fun for the holidays. Yes, we have that one here. Snap it down on your sweet potatoes. Give them something seasonal because they can't have a pumpkin latte. No, and boy, everybody loves a pumpkin latte this time of year. That's for sure. Now, um, talk to us a little bit about onions because they're kind of, they're all over the place. We've heard a lot of things, you know, do you have onions, do you not have onions? But um, tell us if onions are okay. Well, hold on one second. Well, our, our, to be yeah. One second, Dana. Our producer just brought me a pair of scissors here. Because we need Joe, to open the smartphones package because Joe Joe's going to try Joe, one. the oldies guy, the producer, yeah, he brought me a pair of scissors. I want to open these up and smell them. Hold here, on, what's the, the, the uh, sweet potatoes, too. Oh, hold on. That's, what do we have here? Peanut That's butter? the peanut butter. Wow, I wouldn't know on that. That smells smell. really good. That does smell good. Get a, get I a think little... you have a winner here, Dana. Yeah, I think so. Try I that. love peanut butter. Oh, let's, <laughs> let's, I'm going to taste it. Wait, I'm really going to taste it, Dana. Hold oh, on. Oh, my God. The... the yeah, hold on. The sweet potato is pretty good. Are you gonna are you are you gonna lick it? I'm chewing on it. Hold on. Are you really gonna bite that? I'm lighting it. Uh huh. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. That is pretty good. It's not bad. I'm gonna try the potato too. I mean, while I'm at it, you want to try the other one? Well, we usually always do before we get. Yeah, to the we horse. used to do this with our horses all the time. 
Wow, this is good. good. You know what? They're going to be able to really enjoy those. This sweet potato is excellent. And They're breaks, both excellent. And I'm it breaks you. down really nice. Good choice, Dana. Excellent. Because I would have thrown this across the room if it was gross. All right. <laughs> but these are excellent. So I'm very happy. We'll be sharing them with our pups. We did do that with our horses. Well, at the time. The apple treats. Yeah. We don't make sure they're okay. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. So onions. Sorry. Go ahead. One for you. One for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she totally lost her train know, of thought. I know. She's like, yeah, she's going to be calling up smart, the smart sticks. And well, going, well, the, you don't understand what these people. All think. the years Dana's been dealing with, she knows know. they're not wrapped too tight. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. On. There's nothing wrapped tight up here. <laughs> all right, let's go to onions. Okay, sorry, Dana. Go ahead. No problem. Well, so with onions, you want to be on the safe side. Um, onions is used a lot in holiday cooking with the green beans. That's one of my favorite recipes with the green bean and onions. Oh, yeah. But if there's going to be onions or onion powder, you know, it's often found in hmm. stuffing, too. Mm. It's not good for your dogs or cats, and it damages their uh, red blood cells, and that can cause anemia. So just another one to look out for, you know. In general, like, try not to be giving all the leftovers to your dog. Or your cat. It's just, it's not a good idea, as tempting as it may be. That's really good advice that, you know, when you think, oh, onions, I don't give them onions, but a lot of stuff has onion powder in it and um, chopped up mm-hmm. onions. She just brought up a, a new uh, warning for the me. Stuffing. The, no, the onion powder and garlic powder, because yeah. I love using that. Yeah. It's yeah, really powerful. watch that when it, yeah, you know, you, it gets on the floor or something. Yeah, you know how throwing it in your, in your mashed potatoes or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, don't share that. No, good thinking. That's good to know. So um, how about grapes and raisins and chocolate? Those are always three grapes, biggies. Grapes, raisins, chocolate, yep. Dessert no time. Or maybe there's like a pound cake with the raisins in it or fruit, cheese and fruit platter. Yeah. You want to keep it away from your pets. You know, it's, they cause kidney damage and can be fatal to your dog and cat. Oh. Wow. Keep those sweets out of reach. Now... A lot of times, there's so much mayhem in the kitchen. You know, there's a lot of people bring stuff in plastic bags, and um, you know, there's there's tin foil and wrappings and stuff all over the place. Tell us about the dangers with food wrappings. Yep, they can sneak in and grab that food wrapping pretty quickly, and you want to keep it away from them because it can cause intestinal obstruction. Um, so you want to put them in the garbage. You know, take the garbage out. Don't let the don't let the hound get get snoop around in the garbage section because the last thing you want is them to digest some of that aluminum foil or any of those food wrappings. Well, you know, the thing that's a little scary uh, that we've seen on the news lately is, um, like, the potato chip and the Dorito bags, the bags that are made out of mylar, that you need to be careful because a dog can suffocate in that bag. Yeah. And, yes. you know, that that is scary because I think a lot of people never even thought twice Because what about happens, it. once that bag gets over their snout and they go to breathe in, it's there. It's yeah. trapped. And they're going to get nervous yeah. and try to breathe, 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 breathe in. Out. And they're going to freak out, pass out, and then they're going to su- eventually suffocate. Well, thanks again for not sugarcoating anything. <laughs> now, uh, our last tip is about quiet time. So tell us about the importance of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, usually at Thanksgiving, it's a big holiday, you know, big family get-together. You usually have a lot of people over. So make sure your pet has, like, a little safe space to go to, um, a little zen zone, especially if it's a cat, especially if it's your house and you have a cat and they're coming over to your to you. You know, make sure they, that you kind of set aside 
um, an area where they can kind of go hide and, and have their own space. Um, and you can watch your pet's behavior and make sure they're not too stressed. You know, if they're panting or pacing, um, they could be a little bit stressed out. So you can always, you know, maybe give them a bedroom. Let them, you know, hang out in the bedroom for a while while all the chaotic is going on and then they'll be away from all the scraps too that's so true um we try to do that when we have a large group over we do put our dogs in their crates in a room because they like the quiet and they really don't need to be around all the chaos and it's safer for everybody so uh those are all great great tips uh dana humphrey thank you so much for joining us check out more at the petlady.nyc and uh, also PetLady.net and ThePetLady.net. And thanks so much for joining us. We hope to have you back soon, Dana. Always a pleasure, Dana. Awesome. Yes, thank you. Bye now. And happy Thanksgiving. Yes, thank you. Bye. Now, Joseph. Yes? I want to do a little bit of of celebrity pet gossip because this is really good news. Okay. Um, Marissa Tomei. A 51-year-old actress who's been on so many shows. She is doing a little bit of a charity deal with Ristasis, the eye drops. Really? So what's happening is um, she's partnered with Guide Dogs for the Blind. And if you go online to, of course, there's a benefit to Ristasis. They want you to take a little dry eye quiz, Mm -hmm. you know, to see if you could uh, use the product. But... For each quiz that's taken up to $100,000, it'll go to Guide Dogs for the Blind. We like that. I like that. You like that. Yeah. We like that. Well, I got dry eyeballs. I, I'll take yeah. the quiz or the test or whatever. It's Ristasis.com, which is R-E-S-T. Yeah. If it's going to help out the you know uh, any type of animal, especially for, for a blind guide dog, yeah. that's cool. I mean, you just go online and do the test. So it's Ristasis.com. Guide Dog for the Blind, excuse me. Yeah, guide dog for the blind. There's so many service dogs now. It's wonderful um, that they're doing that. So now we want to talk a little bit about dogs and cats and pets that are actually celebrities. Because that's pretty cool. Now with social media, there are so many accounts that are on Twitter and all these um, different venues for social media that have actually grown into this newfound fame because of the medium and because of their very creative uh, mommies and poppies who are making them superstar pets. So we're just going to name a few. If you guys like social media, uh, one is Doug the Pug. Isn't he adorable? That's cool. He, Doug the Pug. Doug the Look Pug. Look at the sunglasses on Doug the Pug. Yeah, he does all kind of uh, poses with... Um, with, you know, glasses and outfits and such. Men in black. I love the pug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite pugs. Another one, Cleo the bunny. She is an English Angora, and she's known for her unique marking. She's got, like, a little black patch around her eyes. She's so cute. She looks like Petey. Yeah, she looks like Petey the dog from Little <laughs> Rascals. Uh, one of my favorites is Norman the Pomsky, uh. because... He has these black rings around his eyes, and he looks so expressive, and he's just so cute. I can't even stand He's it. looking up, okay, Mom, another pic. Yeah. Can I go back to what I was doing, please? <laughs> and um, another funny one is 
Fuzzberta. Fuzzberta <laughs> is a guinea pig. And Fuzzberta's mommy and poppy make little miniature things. And so, like, he's wearing this little teeny tiny chef's hat. And he has all little teeny tiny cakes around him. It's adorable. I I don't know. I Call me crazy, but I love that stuff. Yes, right they do. It's, it's adorable. It's adorable. All right. So, um... A couple minutes we're going to take to talk about natural supplements for uh, dogs that have joint injuries. This article coming from Kimberly uh, Gautier. That's a great article. Who is, yeah, she's a blogger at Keep the Tail Wagging. Now, this article reads like an encyclopedia. Well, you know, supplements, the supplements helped me with all the knee injuries yes. I had with sports and yes. firefighting and yes. all the crazy stuff. What kind of crazy stuff? Uh Horseback riding. I mean, Joe's horse was a, mo- a monster. He's <laughs> he's he's gigantic, over eighteen hands. He, for me to get on that horse, I had to stand up on the uh, bumper on the, on the of bumper the, of the trailer. Of the he, trailer, yeah. he was just gigantic. Yeah, he was a big boy. He was a little loco, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> he was. We had a good time. Good, <laughs> he was definitely a good horse. He was a good horse. So. um some of the things that she suggests, which you definitely want to read this article if you're having some issues, and it'll also be posted on our site, tppc.tv. And again, this is for informational purposes only. Yes. Always check with your veterinary professional. Thank you, Jules. So some of the things she suggests are diatomaceous earth, and um, I just... It sounds so odd to me, diatomaceous earth. Just it makes me think I'd be eating dirt. It makes but... me think of the pool pump. <laughs> yeah. The filter. She talks about that. She talks about shark cartilage. I did hear that before. Yeah, that I heard for humans yeah. too. Yeah. She talks about um uh new pro joint supplements. Yes, that one too. Uh turmeric paste. For dogs, you make a paste, hmm. and she goes through the whole dosage. In the, and how you in make the, the paste, paste, is the paste uh, to be digested or to white to to um, to rub into the it's affected internal. area? Oh, it's internal. Okay. Yeah, it's a uh, eat it. Okay. Yeah, like a quarter teaspoon in each meal, but you have to read the whole recipe. Yes, yes. And how to make it? But those, where can I? Where can our uh, listeners find out? They can go to our website, tbc.tv, okay. and then um, read read the information there but it's really important a lot of people are looking for natural supplements natural alternatives now rather than uh you know something manufactured yeah. something that's a lot of chemicals and yeah preservatives and, and yes. dyes and all that kind of nasty stuff yes joseph and one closing article joseph we mm-hmm. we love to talk about traveling with our pets but this takes a whole new meaning this young couple... What's the, what's the title of the article? It's Motorhome Menagerie. Oh. They sold their house, and they wanted to RV full-time. Now, they're in their 20s, 30s. But this is... They rigged the RV okay. just for the pets, really. They have two cats, two dogs, and a bird <laughs> in the RV. So they made, like, little places for everybody to go. They mm-hmm. have, like, a thing that... A little suction cup swing type thing that goes on the windows for the birds. And, and they made a little uh, cubby for the cats. And the dogs go on the couch. And this is, to me, I mean, so many people want to escape their lives. 
or they say, I just want to, you know, head out on the open road. Yeah. I want to, you know, well, these people did it. They sold their house, and this is what they're doing. They basically retired to an RV in their 30s. Okay. Um, I give them a lot of credit. Uh, the articles in Motor I give them a lot of cojones, too. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, so, like, they go all the places they, they want to take out. And you know what? This is what I always used to say at work on Nobody's ever on their deathbed going, I should have worked more hours. Nobody says that. <laughs> they say, I should have done what I wanted to do. I should have traveled more. I should have spent more time with my family. Because the other thing I always used to say is, the only thing that happens if you kill over at your desk is people are going to fight over your office supplies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They'll step the first over thing you. Reach, the first thing they're reaching for is a stapler. Oh, yeah. They're the going to check out... Check out the stapler, oh, and if you have definitely. an electric stapler, oh, ooh, there's going to be a stampede. They're going to be right on top of you. Yeah. <laughs> the medics are going to be doing CPR on you, they're going to be walking right over you. <laughs> Matter of fact, they're probably not going to call 911 until they yeah. see off the top of the desk. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've always liked this pen. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I believe that. I really do, because, you know, hey, or they're going to go job opening. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted her position. Yeah, she's making more money than me. Yeah, I'm gonna get the job. It ain't right, I tell you. It ain't right. So anyway, the 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 moral of the story is kind of to to follow your dreams. I would say, but that's just me. Now, um, one other thing. We want to talk about, you know, because this is election season and all that, we're not going to get super political, but we did find this article about scientists who named a turtle parasite after President Obama. It's not right, I tell you. What's the parasite's name? I'm broke? (laughs) Stop it. Uh, The parasite's name is, hold on. I go through the whole thing. Oh, it's. Baractramina, Obama, Obama. That's it. It's Baractramia, Baractrema, Baractrema, Obama. Is <laughs> what it deadly is. Turtle. Okay. It's a deadly turtle pathogen named in honor of our current parasite. Oh, I mean, pr- current president. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was strictly by accident, people. <laughs> We are not taking the no. left, and we're not taking the right. Our show is for informational purposes only. I'm going to eat another one of these smart bones. <laughs> Better off. So, Joseph, tell me, what is it that you learned from our pets today? Wow, I didn't know that you could really get screwed from a worm, but you can. <laughs> They'll sneak right up to you and you can get you right in the back. Stop it. Stop it. They'll stab you right in the back. <sighs> They're screw worms. They can, they can literally stab you in the back. Tell me they can't stab me in the back. Oh, they can stab you in the back, Joseph. Okay. okay. All right. You are correct. Just... If you love pets and you want to help us continue supporting them, like the TPPC TV page on Facebook. Be kind to your pets. Thanks so much for your support. And until next week, this is WKDW 
97.5 Northport Real Community Radio. Pets teach us so much, and you do not have to tap me on the shoulder to remember to do the call sign. But do I have to tap you to remember to say, <laughs> Wolfie Woo! Oh, the shark baby has such teeth there, and it shows them pearly white. Just a jackknife has old Maggie Heath, baby, and it keeps it uh, out of sight. You know when that shark bite with its teeth, baby, scarlet billows start to spread. Fancy gloves, though, where's old Maggie Heath, baby? So there's never, never a trace of red Now that walk, uh-huh, ooh, Sunday morning, uh-huh Lies a body just oozing life Can someone sneaking round a corner Could that someone be Mac the Knife? There's a tugboat down by the river, don't you know? Where a cement bag just drooping on down. Oh, that cement is just, it's there for the way to dare. Five will get you ten old Mackies back in town. Not to hear about Louis Miller, he disappeared, babe. Drawing out all his modern cash, and now Maggie spins just like a sailor. Could it be a boy's done something rash? Not that mad.